Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. This is your host, Mullet, here. It's been a while since I've opened up one of these. Ain't no bank shot today. Today, we are discussing one of our other favorites here on the pod, the world of television, particularly the Emmy nominations. Let's see what we think, what's wrong, what's right, what do we have no idea about. My other host over the Skype Airways is with me, Rich. What's going on in Chicago? The good place was robbed. Let me just start with that heat coming in. The good place was fucking robbed. How's everyone doing? We're doing good. Well, you are not in a good place right now. You're very angry. <laughs> oh my we'll second beer. We'll get you we'll get you in a better mood later. Uh and also joining us our normal bank shot partner. Gonna uh slum it with us TV nerds, Osman Canizales. Hey, Osman, what's going on? What up, boys? So yeah, so we are going to be um we did this last year. Um we had a lot of fun doing it. So we are gonna go through the Emmy nominations. For this year, tell everybody what our thoughts. Uh, let us. Uh, we'll also get to commiserate on what we haven't watched and what we. This is also just a reminder. Like, oh yeah, I really need to watch that. Um. So yeah, Rich, I'll let you kind of take this part away. Cool. Um Kind of steer the steer the ship here. Well, yeah. Let's start all the way down at the bottom and mm-hmm. uh, and work our way up uh, as the night would probably do itself. So we're going off the Emmy nominations page on IMDb. And the last category listed is Outstanding Made-for-Television Movie, which, uh, let's see, uh, the nominees are The Tale, starring Laura Dern, uh, Flint, uh, starring, oh boy, who is that? The Queen Latifah? The Queen Latifah. Latifah. That's definitely Queen Latifah. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> Laura Dern, possibly future Mrs. Baron Davis, if you want to make a bank shot connection. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Man, I hope those kids are doing well. They will. <laughs> uh, Paterno, Fahrenheit 451, and Black Mirror, the episode USS Callister, which is... Congratulations, Black Mirror. For weaseling their way into a television movie, <laughs> despite being clearly a limited series, of which they yeah. will be nominated for later. Well, I mean, because, I mean, Flint looks like, just from the poster alone, straight garbage. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit nope. 451 didn't even get good reviews. <laughs> no, but it's still nominated. got Michael B. Jordan and Michael Shannon in it, and I still do want to watch it. Flint, the poster for it right here, Looks like a CBS hour-long cop drama. <laughs> How bad can the water get this week? Like, yeah, because it's called Flint, I'm assuming Queen Latif is holding, like, a bottle of water, but it could be a badge. It looks like one of those Copa Divino instant wines. <laughs> Somebody has a wife. <laughs> oh, don't you fucking know it. Um... But did anybody see any of these at all? No, I wanted to see Paterno uh, just out of morbid curiosity. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll just wait until the Urban Meyer version comes out in like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I tried watching Paterno, but I was kind of intoxicated and I just was bored. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to watch that movie. <laughs> oh, I'm so 
fucking drunk. I'm gonna put on Paterno. No, bro. You know what I could go for right now? Let's watch Paterno. <laughs> I, was, I was just scrolling through HBO. And I was like, huh, I don't really want to watch TV show. Let's see what movies. I was like, oh, Paterno's on the featured list. Let's click it. And then I was like, nah, this is not the time or place. Let's make a drinking right game. Let's make a drinking game. Take a shot every time he could have done something. <laughs> Also, that's the first time uh, Paterno, uh, his name has been said in that tone in like seven years or whatever it's been. <laughs> oh, Paterno. Yeah. Um, I've, so I've seen uh, that episode of Black Mirror. It's the one with Jesse Plemons. It's kind of like a um, got like Star Trek send up vibes. Uh, and I still intend on watching Fahrenheit 451, but I, I did see Paterno and I made it all the way through. And that's a whole lot of Pacino just mumbling and shuffling. Oh, so okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I knew that, but I'm still curious. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting performance. Um, and as far as it being just, it's just, it's just, it's a television movie. It's nothing special. So, I mean, based on that, it's, my money would go on that Black Mirror episode, but that's just me. Predictions uh, for, for outstanding movies before we spend any more time on this. Oh, yeah, I've only heard great things about that Black Mirror episode. So, yeah, so Black Mirror. Yeah, I'll go Black Mirror as well. Cool. Uh, yeah, Black Mirror. Outstanding actress in a short-form comedy or drama series, Christina Pickles, Break a Hip. Love that name. Both of them. Uh, <laughs> what Dar- is this? I don't know. Daria Kilpatrick, American Coco. Uh, Kelly O'Hara, The Accidental Wolf. Lee Garlington. That sounds like a name made up ass name. Uh, Broken, uh, Megan Amram for an Emmy for Megan, and Naomi Grossman, Control Alt Delete. If I wasn't looking at this, I would think you were just fucking with me and <laughs> right, me everything too. you just set up. I don't know what any of this is. I appreciate you reading all that. Yeah. The only thing that I've actually heard of from this is an Emmy for Megan by Megan Amram. Uh, she's like a Twitter personality. Slash comedian, um, and it's called an Emmy for Megan, which, hey, she's halfway there. (laughs) Well, not yet. Oh, yeah, she's she's halfway there. Give her one. Moving on. (laughs) Same. Uh, Outstanding actor in a short-form comedy or drama series, Alexis Denisoff, I Love Becca and Lucy, Storm (laughs) Power, Caught the Series, James Corden, James Corden's next to James Corden, Fuck that. <laughs> Melvin Jackson Jr., the Eddie Murphy role is mine, not yours, and Miles Tagdemeyer broken. The Storm Power is a cool ass name. Yeah, and he's got a crown in his photo too. He's he's uh he's one of those uh Vine slash IG personality dudes. Mm. Um I see him all the time online and he makes like a bunch of like funny videos and stuff like that. So he's he's pretty he's pretty uh Popular, I should say, at least in the social media world. All right, sure. Let's go. Let's go for him instead of James Corden's pig face. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He looks like a pig. I mean, come on, look at him. Pop out, looks... straight shots. <laughs> he looks like he could be Wilbur in Charlotte's Web in a live action version. All right, we'll say Charlotte's Web correctly, and then maybe you can diss him. What I what I say? Reb. Oh well, I've had three beers. <laughs> uh, out, outstanding short form animated program, Adventure Time. For the episode Ring of Fire, Robot Chicken for the freshly baked Robot Chicken Santa Claus Pot Cookie Freakout Special Special Edition. Uh, 
I think it's time they're off the air. Steven Universe, Jungle Moon, Teen Titans Go, the self-indulgent 200th episode spectacular parts one and two, and We Bear Bears, Hurricane Howl. Uh, uh, I'm calling shenanigans, Muppet Babies, Puppy Dog Pals, Vampirina. None of them are nominated. They're all fantastic programs. I've watched more than any actual television this past year because of my daughter, who's currently crying upstairs. Um, I'm shocked Robot Chicken still making original programming. Uh, uh, and I, yeah, I don't want all the rest of them. But the Teen Titans movie looks cool, so let's go for that. Yeah, I'm going Teen Titans as well. Teen Titans go! What's Why not, huh? Although, I know people fucking stand hard for Steven Universe, so I wouldn't be surprised if Steven Universe wins. Um, outstanding animated program. Uh, starts off immediately with one I didn't know was in its own animated program, Big Hero 6, just, the series. Oh, I want to rec- watch that. Just recently started, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the episode Baymax Returns, uh, Bob's Burgers, V for Valentine Detta, Rick and Morty, Pickle Rick, South Park, Oof. Put It Down, and The Simpsons, Gone Boy. It's got to be Pickle Rick. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have not watched a second of Rick and Morty. Could not tell you anything about it, but I'm just guessing that's the winner. Everyone loves Bob's Burgers, though. Um, I stopped watching South Park just because I feel like I outgrew South Park somehow. Same here. Um, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, Jillian also agrees. We woke up wanting some milk. It's funny, she woke up for the animated portion of the show. Um, and yeah, uh, The Simpsons... How many Emmy nominations does Simpson have at this point? I'm going to actually look that up, and I want you guys to give me a closest to the pin answer Oh, Jesus. On that. Okay. <laughs> uh, while Mullah's doing that, Osman? Yeah, I um, I recently just started watching Rick and Morty. Uh, a couple friends of mine like pretty much were going to like just kill me if I hadn't started watching it anytime soon. So I want to say I just finished it maybe like a month ago, and that Pickle Rick episode is gonna be like layered in time forever and even i went to one of these uh like comic-con things that were here in charlotte and like pickle rick pop figures and shirts and everything pickle rick was everywhere so i know for sure that 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 has some backing to it that's just unreal rick and morty in general i mean it's the way the shows are written it's just like yes. how the fuck did they think of this stuff yeah <laughs> like what do you have to be on or like where is your mind at to come up with some of the ideas and scenarios for these episodes and I just, I, I definitely vote in Pickle Rick on this one. That episode was fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, South Park, I, I, the same thing kind of happened to me as happened to Mullet, just kind of like fell off with it. And from what I understand, they've, they've also kind of grown up as well as far as like their uh, approach to episodes. And they have taken on a bit more of like an episodic feel that like Rick and Morty or Bojack Horseman uh, has. Mm-hmm. Um would love to see Bojack in this category at uh, some point. Um, and yes, Rick and Morty, I've watched the first two seasons. Everything that Osmond just said. Uh, I haven't seen Pickle Rick, but it's something that like had legitimate crossover mainstream appeal at one point before it got like played I, into the ground. I Just from knowing it, I just bought a Pickle Rick Funko just hoping that it would be worth money just because I'm like, I know the reference. So, you know, yeah. I'm just going to have it. That said... Uh, Bob's Burgers just kind of has that, like, it's it's safe enough for for an Emmy. Uh, right. Big Hero Six, meanwhile, new to the party. Um, my guess is there is there any lead up you want to give for? Uh, but yeah, probably Pickle Rick will win. Any yeah. lead up you want to give to that Simpsons uh, question? Uh, 
No, I mean, I just uh, give me the number on uh, how many nominations all time the Simpsons has in the primetime Emmys. They've been out, what, 25 years now? No, 28. 1990 is when the show <laughs> got its first nomination, which was in its first uh, first year of uh, existence. Ugh. I'm going to go 65. Awesome. I'm going to go 93. Fucking math now. <laughs> okay, I know. Okay, I know it. So uh, they've won 32 primetime Emmys in four wow. categories, but they've been nominated in nine different categories 78 times by Ooh. two. Rich is closer. Damn. So Rich gets the point. Oh, we're not playing a fucking game. Rich wins. That's the end of it. Rich wins. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's impressive. That's, that's very impressive. That's fucking nuts. Oh, no. That's nuts. Uh, outstanding informational series or special? Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown, Leah Remini, uh, Remini, Scientology Remini. and the After... Remini? Hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scientology and the Aftermath. Uh, my next guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. Star Talk, Neil deGrasse Tyson's show that started as a podcast, and Vice. Uh, Osmond. So I actually listened to Star Talk quite a bit. I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, but as far as, you know, recency bias for Anthony Bourdain, um, I think that they have, he might have a better shot at uh, winning this category. Yeah, agreed. Um, I've been meaning to watch my next guest, and I just haven't. And uh, only other thing I want to say is this really awful pun. You got the poison. I got the remedy. The remedy is the my Jason Mraz you me joke, folks. Oh, boy. Osmond is so much better at this than you are. <laughs> I, I told you. I said that earlier. I've done like 600 of these. Osmond's done like seven. Before this, he's like, I don't know how useful I'm going to be in this. And he's like, look, I listen to Star Talk the podcast. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. Sorry. <laughs> Making me look bad. I'm older than you. It's crying in the background. I'm going to uh yeah i've heard good things about the scientology show which i'm shocked that i haven't watched because I, I usually consume all things scientology uh, i haven't heard anything special about the david letterman show same um, here but yeah i mean like it's it's gonna be tony bourdain's uh, show winning i mean also great show so yeah i like, think it won i think it's one before yeah i think it's one before it too so it's not like it'll be like anything like uh like Beatty because you know he died no it's, yeah. it's it's really great and it's one in the past so outstanding documentary or non-fiction series the nominees are american masters blue planet 2 reporting trump's first year the fourth estate the Defiant Ones, and Wild Wild Country. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with this one. Um, I don't even know what American Masters is. Uh, Blue Planet 2, I saw the first one, so I'm good. Uh, the Defiant Ones I saw, um, it was very good. It's the uh, oh, yeah. the Dr. Dre, Jimmy Iovine Maybe. documentary uh, mm -hmm. series, which is 
it's it's very good and it's very funny to see tyrese almost completely uh <laughs> fucking uh sink the beats deal before it ever actually happened um and wild wild country uh is also very good um if not like i don't know my problem for me with that was i kept waiting for like the other shoe to drop which like i guess it did but you didn't realize it but like for the most part it's like yeah these people just want to live here in like some fucking place in oregon leave them alone but then like they try to kill a whole town so what about you guys (laughs) mullet uh I haven't seen any of them, forgot about the Defiant Ones being on HBO, so I actually have the ability to go watch it. I mean, so I, I have no interest in Wild Wild Country, so that's the only other one that I would I would consider. But the Defiant Ones, I've heard nothing but amazing things about, so that'd be my pick. And this is, again, like I said, being in the podcast, my reminder would be like, oh, yeah, go and watch that. So. Osmond? Oh, we're talking about the same category. Okay, so I saw Blue Planet 1 and 2. Um, I'm kind of, I kind of like, you know, the whole world documentary stuff. So that's just me, but, uh, defiant ones, I, I watched the whole series, I think in one night. Um, and I, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was really cool, uh, from start to finish, how they built up the story and how I really didn't know much about Jimmy Iving like that. So I thought it was a a cool way to show how they both, you know, got their leads, even though we've kind of seen Dr. Dre's story in a couple of different platforms that they've been able to do. So, um, my vote would be the defiant ones for sure for that one. Jimmy Iovine's story in the first half of that was also like fantastic as well. Um, it's yeah. Some good like Tom Petty stuff in there and shit. Highly recommended. I hope that wins. Next up, outstanding documentary or nonfiction special. Uh, Icarus, Jim and Andy, the great beyond. Uh, Mr. Rogers. It's you. I like not. Won't you uh, be my neighbor? Spielberg and the Zen Diaries of Gary Shandling. Osman? I'm gonna be completely honest with you and say I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> wow. I've been meaning I've been meaning to catch Spielberg uh for a while now. Um and Mr. Rogers, I, I heard from a friend that they thought it was pretty cool, but I I have honestly have yet to see any of these. Um but yeah. Sorry. I'm surprised you I haven't have no uh made the attempt to see Jim and Andy, the great beyond. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I have not. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if I had to pick one, uh, I guess I, I'd, I'd go Spielberg because I guess the cover looks the coolest. <laughs> from this um, I also just remembered that the Gary Shandling doc is on HBO as well. So that's another one. That I was just yep. like, oh yeah, I need to watch that. Same. Um, Same. But I haven't, but I have seen Spielberg and I have seen Jim and Andy. And honestly, like so the Spielberg thing was kind of just like a, a retrospective and it was cool. It was fun to watch and just kind of like go through all his movies. But the Jim and Andy thing was just crazy that that footage existed like for all these years. And there wasn't even like rumor like, oh yeah, you know, they were filming like behind the scenes stuff for it, right? No, you just never heard that. You just saw the trailer, and you're like, what the fuck? And then it happened, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm actually got a lot of uh, same kind of expertise as Rich in this category. Saw both Jim and Andy and Spielberg. Um, Icarus should like not be allowed. Like Icarus won the, the Oscar for Best Documentary. Like You should be able to win the Emmy and the Oscar for the same movie. That, <laughs> They're going to EGOT on one movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I've heard it's great. I haven't watched that specifically yet. 
I saw Won't You Be My Neighbor, which I thoroughly enjoyed, but I've not seen this specific Mr. Rogers documentary. Um, same as Rich, for, for just remember the Gary Shandling thing exists. I'm actually a, a decent Shandling fan. I watched a lot of the Larry Sanders show and read Judd Apatow's um, comedy interview book, which name escapes me at the moment. And of course, he's like a huge Shandling guy who gave him his start. So I'm sure that's going to be good. But yeah, Rich nailed it on the dot. Spielberg is cool to watch, but it's not anything groundbreaking. It's basically like an A&E fucking biography. Jim and Andy is, is where it's at. That was we talked about in the podcast before, just how bonkers it is that that is a thing. Um, so yeah, it's it, that's my my uh, my lock. Cool. Uh, next, outstanding unstructured unstructured reality program. Let's just buzz through this one. Born this way, mm-hmm. deadliest catch, intervention, naked and afraid, RuPaul's Drag Race, Untucked, and United Shades of America. Uh, I don't know. So I'm going to go RuPaul's Drag Race. Mullet? <laughs> the second verse is the same as the first. Osmond? <laughs> I think Jersey Shore should be in this category. Shut <laughs> up. Have to pick We're done. <laughs> I'm ending your call. You're off the call. Outstanding structured, structured reality program. Antiques Roadshow, Fixer Upper, Lip Sync Battle, Queer Eye, Shark Tank. Who do you think you are? Osmond? Uh, I go Queer Eye. Mullet? Uh, I actually only watch Shark Tank, so Shark Tank, but now I'm looking up how many Emmy nominations Antiques fucking Roadshow has. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. And um, after, like, how mainstream and and how effective Queer Eye was this year, I'm going to go with Queer Eye as well. Um, Cool. Moving on. Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. At Home with Amy Sedaris. Drunk History. I Love You, America. Portlandia, Saturday Night Live, and Tracy Ullman's show. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this off. I'm just happy that Drunk History gets nominated for this uh, thing. Um, Although it'll probably be... I could see Portlandia winning this. Although it'll probably be Saturday Night Live. It'll be SNL. And I think think they had a a good season. Um, Tracy Ullman Ullman and Amy Sedaris, I don't watch because I'm a 31-year-old man. Um, I, I hear you America. with Amy Sedaris is pretty fucking funny though. Yeah, it's just not my thing. Who is I Love You America? Why do I like not know that, or why is that not ringing a bell? Uh, that is Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman, her, ah, Hulu, okay. her I, Hulu show. Ah, didn't didn't know that was a thing. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, it's SNL drunk history. I've never been a Portlandia guy, so yeah, I go. Um, I've actually. For the first time in my life, watched a decent amount of SNL <laughs> this past season, and I thought it was pretty well done. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, SNL, even though Drunk History does get me sometimes. <laughs> History is great. <laughs> uh, outstanding writing for a variety special: Full Frontal with Samantha B, John Mulaney, Kid Gorgeous at Radio City, Michelle Wolf, Nice Lady, Patton Oswalt, Annihilation, and Steve Martin and Martin Short. An evening you will forget for the rest of your life. Osmond. Go ahead and be honest again. I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> I'm just curious to see a Steve Martin project, so I'll probably be watching that soon. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go with them as well. Mullet? Uh, only saw John Mulaney. I'll go with John Mulaney. Um, I don't know. Why, why is Full Frontal considered a variety special? It's Because uh, it's weekly? Oh, uh, I th- sorry. This was for a specific episode. Oh, American okay. Puerto I see Rico. it now. Okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Now I got confused. So, yeah. So, I'll go, uh, I'll go Mulaney. Um, 
I wouldn't be shocked to see the Steve Martin and Martin Short one win. I've been meaning to watch that as well. Uh, but it does feel like we're kind of like in a Mulaney year, uh, like a breakout year for him. So I, I, I could see Mulaney winning it as well. Uh, outstanding writing for a variety series, Full Frontal with Samantha, Samantha B. Uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, Late Night with Seth Meyers, Saturday Night Live, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Uh, Osmond. Wow, I didn't realize they had that many writers for Saturday Night Live. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to say, like like I said, I, I mean, probably the most, I've seen a few uh, Last Week Tonight episodes, but Saturday Night Live was the majority of what I, I'm familiar with. So I'm going to go with SNL again for this season, especially that. That uh, Childish Gambino episode was just great. Like the writing for all those skits were hilarious to me, and I I could I probably watched it like three times. Um, yeah, you know, I honestly kind of fell off on SNL this season, not for any particular reason, just like, uh, just didn't catch any episodes. I caught sketches here and there. Um, I'm a little salty that they. They had a Les Mis sketch, and it wasn't <laughs> as good as anything I could have or have written. Um, so you know, like whatever with that. Fuck you! That sketch was great. It was. Um, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> Rich, high school's over. Okay, it's over. That was middle school. <laughs> oh, 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 it was for you. School, for you. Uh, I'm gonna go with last week tonight because yeah, last week tonight's always my go-to. That in SNL, I'm religious watching. Um, SNL had a great season. Uh, and yes, I definitely do agree with Osmond that the Donald Glover episode was just incredible. But last week tonight is just, to me, on, an, on another level in terms of what they do. Um, so yeah, that'd be my analysis there. And uh, I also like the uh, layman sketch because also it uh, was twofold. It broke your dreams of doing a layman sketch. It also broke Tim Anderson's dream of doing the, the lobster, lobster sketch, sketch. Wanted yeah. to do forever as soon as i saw a giant lobster the first thing i did was i grabbed my phone and texted tim and going oh god i'm so sorry tim yeah so it hurt two of your friends i hope you're happy <laughs> yeah exactly that's why i'm going with last week tonight at the very least but snl's number two sorry rich <laughs> outstanding writing for a limited series movie or dramatic special uh, american crime story uh this is the versace season house by the lake episode american vandal cleanup the episode cleanup black mirror the episode USS Callister, uh, Godless, uh, Patrick Melrose, and Twin Peaks. Um, I can go Patrick ahead. Mel- What's yeah, up? Go ahead. I was say Patrick Melrose looks like like the new thing that's going to be nominated for fifty years. Like fucking uh, what's that? Leave Schreiber fucking show. Uh, uh, Ray um, Donovan. Ray yeah, Don- I was gonna. <laughs> it looks, yeah, it's like the new Ray Donovan, but it's a movie. So at least it's over. Yeah. Or well, it was five episodes, but sure. Um, but also Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch, so better than Leap Shriver. Yeah. Um, yeah, I again, I've only seen Black Mirror and uh, American Vandal, which I am beyond thrilled to see American Vandal nominated. Me too, um, man. I saw it. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I hated that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I made it through the first episode and I was like, no, not doing this. Just couldn't fucking care less. Did not like it at all. Oh my God, dude. It gets you, so you gotta fucking watch it. good. It just gets I, so good. <laughs> didn't, I hated the, I hated the main guy. Just didn't, didn't get me. Didn't, I was excited for it. Didn't get me at all. 
Right. But you have to finish it. <laughs> and I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. That's totally that like sucks for you, episodes. bro. I'll watch it again for you. It's Please. it was so fucking good. Like it nailed it. Na- we were like trying to develop a a podcast very similar in in tone and structure and everything to this, and I was so pissed. Like halfway through, I was like, "Wow, fuck!" And then like I got to the end of it, and I was like, "Yeah, no, they fucking nailed it." Um. God, I hope it wins so bad. It'll probably be like, I don't know, fucking godless. It looks like a Western and fuck that. Or Twin Peaks <laughs> because it confused people. So people don't want to feel stupid. And I wish Rob, I wish Robert was win. here for his fucking state yeah. of lunch impression. But uh, American Crime Story, I watched through and through. And it does not get the publicity or the, I feel like, the attention that um the first one got because OJ. But was still very, started off good and ended up being great. So I will trumpet anything that it that it does. Um, so that was very very good. So that would be my vote. Yeah. So I, I'm obviously going to vote for American Vandal. Uh, this one is obviously for that specific episode cleanup, which was nuts because like the not to spoil anything, but like you still can't figure it out up until like the end. You have your thoughts and you think you know, and then it throws you to a fucking loop on who's doing what, and then you're like, what? What's going on here? But all these dicks, and you're just. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And it just it's it's like it was just so well written. And I I definitely hope they win as well. It's a perfect parody of serial and making a murderer combined. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I, I watched both those I watch and listen to both those things thoroughly. Loved and you got to things. the end of those, right? I did, yeah. So you understand they, how the structure because, of it all works. Because they were good and entertaining from the start. <laughs> That was <laughs> you got uh, you got to get to the mm, whatever uh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> outstanding writing for a comedy series. Now let's here we go. Yeah, roll up your fucking sleeves, go. boys. Mind you, three of these nominees are barely comedies, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we have Atlanta for Barbershop, which I thought was an episode that was severely uh, underspoken about. It was. Um, Atlanta, I guess, so. in general. Uh, well, I think that pro- it doesn't have it there, but maybe because of the way it's listed, that might be the Teddy Perkins episode. If I had to guess, I guess. oh my god, Teddy Perkins! I had to, if, I had to guess. It is, but, and it should be. Yet again, I have no idea. Or, or it could be the 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 Woods episode. I forget the name of that one, but it was. I think it was just called Woods. Yeah. Um, Barry, Chapter One, make your mark. Barry, Chapter Seven, loud, fast, and keep going. Silicon Valley, 51%. And Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, the pilot. Yeah, fuck that show. I'm sure, I'm sure that show's fine, but fuck People that love show. that show. <laughs> Whatever, I don't give a fuck. It deserves <laughs> to be there, probably. Um, yeah, I'll yeah. go first, sorry. <laughs> no, you're uh, good. Well, well, yeah, uh, Atlanta, I mean, that show speaks for itself. I, I Every episode, to me, should be nominated because <laughs> they're all just so different and great in their own way. Um, Barry... Don't kill me, man. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I I totally been meaning to get to it. I just have such a backlog right now that I need to get to. Uh, the fifty one percent episode for Silicon. I I thought it was okay. I mean, I guess the hype around Silicon Valley is why it's it's probably getting nominated. But this season was better than last season. Don't get me wrong. But I just I don't I don't think you know it's all that great. And uh, marvelous, Mrs. Mizell. I'd never seen it, nor have I even heard of it. So 
Sorry about that. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the barbershop episode. Yeah, I I feel like Silicon Valley had a strong enough first two years to where like they can just kind of cruise and still get nominated every year for stuff. Um, I don't want to spoil anything for Barry, but if I had to go with one over the other, it'd be Chapter Seven. Um, it's it's amazing. Uh, but I I think I I want in this category for the barbershop episode of Atlanta to win because I want a script that references Zaxby's to be an Emmy winning <laughs> script. Hell yes. Uh, and also if I could break like to break it down, it is like I said, the only true, like, uh, cause I don't watch Silicon Valley. I don't watch Marvel's Miss Maisel. But the four that I know, the only one that I can guarantee was actually funny because <laughs> yes. whatever the other episode that of Atlanta too. is, unless it's alligator man, like there wasn't like a very laugh out loud episode, which is fine because it's still brilliant, but that's not outstanding writing for a comedy series. Uh, chapter one for Barry was definitely funnier than chapter seven. Uh, and, and also being a pilot setting up the premise of the show. But um, but yeah, yeah. Barbershop's the only one that's like in its premise. It is supposed to be funny. And it is hilarious. <laughs> and it is hilarious. Um, also, the whole time I'm imagining if they got Mike Bibby to be Bibby. <laughs> Even though Mike Bibby looks like he could eat Bibby in that show. I was going to say, he's fucking Jack now. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't take... Hey, I don't want to... All right, let's stop talking about Mike Bibby because he's going to come and kick all of our asses. <laughs> That's all we're saying. All right. Uh, outstanding writing for a drama series. Game of Thrones for the episode The Dragon and the Wolf. Killing Eve for Nice Face. Stranger Things for Chapter 9, The Gate. The Americans, Start, The Crown, Mystery Man, and The Handmaid's Tale, June. Mullet, you want to get us kicked off? Uh, sure, I don't have much here. Um, been meaning to start watch Killing Eve, having a Same. chance. Uh, Handmaid's Tale, I don't have fucking Hulu. So, again, dying to watch it, but don't, don't, have, the, don't have the ability to do so. Crown, Sam's been meaning to watch it, hasn't watched it yet. I'm not a Game of Thrones person. I never watched The Americans. Leads me to Stranger Things. Stranger Things had a good season, a great season. Um, I think Chapter 9 is that's the final episode of that season, if I'm not mistaken, which I think was like the best episode of all of them. So that'd be my my uh, dog in the hunt. But let's be fit, be honest, The Handmaid's Tale is probably going to win everything. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in next. Um, Handmaid's Tale, I've heard, again, nothing but great things. I do have Hulu, and my fiance is like literally – Every time I turn on the TV, she tries to turn it on so I, she can get me to start watching it. But like I said, I'm on such a backlog that I haven't gotten around to it. But I've heard nothing but great things. Uh, I've never seen The Crown or The Americans or Killing Eve. Stranger Things was awesome. But that Game of Thrones, Dragon and the Wolf episode, uh, can we spoil that here? I mean, we've all, is that all right? I mean, you're not oh, spoiling anything care. for Mullet and yeah, for yeah. anyone else. Spoilers. Uh, Spoiler alert. Mute right now if you want. Uh, That's probably like the most pivoting point in like Game of Thrones history when, you know, you find out that Jon Snow really is Jon Sand and how he's technically banging his aunt at the end of the episode. So that's, to me, uh, that's going to have to be the vote because it literally just shocked the world. Not to mention the fact that an ice dragon broke through a fucking wall that had been up for centuries. So, I mean, that blew my mind. And I'm going to go with Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones, that was maybe their bet- one of the better episodes of the season. Uh, well, uh, Loot Train. But that was a moment that the entire series has been leading up to. And and they didn't botch it. So that's good for them. Um, I think, is this Handmaid's Tale season one or two? 
that they're I think that it's nominated. I I honestly did they win last year? I don't know because I, like, I think I feel like they won Tale... everything last year. Yeah, and I think the second season has like some this is for subtitle season... or something like that. This is for season two. That's the first episode of season two. That oh, June episode. Okay. okay so. Um. So I am probably gonna lean as for who's gonna win towards either the Americans uh, episode, which this was their last season, or Killing Eve because it's a show that that in its first year made kind of like a big. Made a lot of waves uh, for how good it was, and I could see it maybe not winning as much as it's nominated for, but I could see this being in a, a category where it actually does win. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's probably gonna be a hand thing, handmade tell. Um, outstanding director for a variety special. I mean, there's not really too much to really go off of here. Uh, yeah. You got uh, Stan Lathan for Dave Chappelle Equanimity. Uh, Michael Bonfiglio for Jerry before Seinfeld, Marcus Rayboy for the Steve Martin and Martin Short uh, special, Hamish Hamilton for the Super Bowl halftime show. They didn't Justin get creative Timberlake. with his name at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton, I don't know. How about something Hamish? Hamish, kind of Hamish. It's Hamish. Yeah, Hamish, Hamish. Let's call the whole thing off. And Glenn Weiss for the Oscars. Uh, uh, I mean the best four Chappelle specials um so i'll go with that one that was my favorite of the my favorite of the four netflix ones yeah i don't watch dave Chappelle specials anymore but in that jerry seinfeld special they took all of his jokes that he's ever written and like laid them out on a street that lasted for like an entire city block and that was just impressive from a directing standpoint that's hard you don't watch dave Chappelle. i don't watch jerry seinfeld not take none of them should watch any of them no 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 one should watch any of these Osman, do you have any any actual opinions on these? Nope, I was just going to go right. Dave Chappelle because I thought it was the best one too. <laughs> Outstanding director for a variety series. Uh, we don't need to do this. The most notable one is Don Roy King is nominated for the Donald Glover episode of yeah. SNL. Outstanding director for a limited series movie or dramatic special. Um... Yeah, we can kind of do this. I mean, Ryan Murphy directed the episode The Man Who Would Be Vogue for American Crime Story. Uh, Scott Frank directed Godless. David Laveau and Alex Radzinski uh, directed Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert. Barry Levinson directed Paterno. Uh, Greg Zisk, uh, Zisk yeah, directed 9-11 of The Looming Tower. Uh, Edward Berger directed Patrick Melrose. And David Lynch directed Twin Peaks. Um I got nothing. I don't know. Scott Frank. It's a Western. Uh, if I'm not, I'm going to keep throwing that at our face. You, <laughs> no, right? John Wayne's yeah. grandson. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know what? I did watch Godless. It was good. <laughs> You've been shit on this whole time. And you watched it after all of this. No, I remember Asshole. it now. It was good. It just, I watched it. It felt like a fucking year and a half ago. I didn't realize this was the same thing. Um, yeah, again, uh, that's the pilot for Crime Story, so that was very, very good. Um, so that'll be, and David Lynch is, is fantastic at what he does, so. But how many Dutch shots were in that episode? Because Ryan Murphy. Uh, uh quite a few. Yeah, that's what <laughs> there I thought. There are definitely quite a few. Uh, I also want to pull up, uh, I know it's not from this category, 
but uh, Jesus Christ Superstar actually reminded me of something that I need to look up. So the next time we touch on that special, remind me because, okay. uh, yeah, it's very important. Awesome. I'm going to go with Barry Levinson only because uh, I heard his vision on Paterno was was pretty decent, I guess. Uh, and his reputation, obviously, yeah, pretty big. So with Rain Man and all that stuff. So I, I, um, I just figured... I'll just I'll just go with that vote because I haven't really seen anything on that whole category. Cool. Outstanding director for a comedy series. Uh, Atlanta. Hiro Mirai for the episode Teddy Perkins. Atlanta. Donald Glover for the episode FUBU. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Barry. Bill Hader for the episode Chapter One. Make your mark. Glue. Glue. Jesus fucking Christ. I just had a stroke. Glow. <laughs> That, wasn't that that, uh, that uh, D- Dustin Hoffman horror show on HBO? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Glow. Jesse Parrott's directed pilot. Uh, they're are they don't no they're doing season. It's no season one of Glow season season, yeah, season one. one really yes season Jesus one, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, Silicon Valley. Mike Judge, initial coin offering. Big Bang Theory, Mark Androwski, and uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Amy Sherman Palladino for Pilot. Um, uh, I think I can start this one. Um, would love to see Glow win. I feel like Glow is uh, pretty underrepresented uh, moving forward. Um, and the pilot episode of Barry was like shot two years ago as well so it's that's just interesting to kind of keep in mind it's i mean it's got to be for and also humor i directed some of the best episodes of barry as well this honestly yeah. could be <laughs> seven humor yeah nominate him for this is america like just nominate him for everything he's done in the year of 2018 uh teddy perkins yeah uh agreed uh even though uh, i will say that i feel like Pilot of Barry did have some very interesting stuff to it, um, especially now knowing that it was Bill Hader that did that. That's very impressive. Pilot of Glow is good. I feel like it's like one of the weaker episodes of Glow, to be perfectly honest. Yes. Um, but for so, a pilot episode, it does. Oh, it does it, its job. It does, it does. Well, it does. I think it does more than its job. It's that's a testament to the rest of the episodes of Glow. But I feel like it's it's a uh, a well above average into very good pilot. Yeah. 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 Um. And of course, I don't know. So yeah, this is. I mean, this is Hiro Murai. Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on on Mullet as far as the Glow episode goes. The pilot, um, good for what it was. Um, I saw the whole first season. I haven't seen the second season yet. Uh, but oh. Teddy Perkins is is just unreal, dude. <laughs> you can't. It's one of the the most bizarre. I remember Rich just for like forewarning me. He's like, when you watch that Teddy Perkins episode, just holla at me. I'm like, I got you. And then I'm I've just been going midday nuts. text him. Teddy Perkins! <laughs> I was going nuts this whole time, like, when Rich hadn't watched either, he's like, I'm behind him at Atlanta. I'm like, oh, Teddy Perkins! It's just the most amazing experience. I've literally watched that episode five times. Like, on, like, four different channels and means. Like, it's it's so damn good. Hell yeah. So we're all in agreement on that one. Oh, yeah. Outstanding director for a drama series, Game of Thrones, Jeremy Podswa for The Dragon and the Wolf, Game of Thrones, Alan Taylor for Beyond the Wall, uh, Ozark, Jason Bateman for The Toll, 
Ozark, Daniel Steck, Steck, fuck, Sackheim for Tonight We Improvise. Why can't uh, I do this on the back of the boxes for narrative movies? Can I just say that? I'm <laughs> nailing these names. And I can't because, read to save my goddamn life. Because you don't have someone in front of you staring down the barrel at you waiting for you to Very fuck true. up. Very true. Uh, Stranger Things, The Duffer Brothers, Chapter 9, The Gate, The Crown, Stephen Daldry, Patrofamilius, and The Handmaid's Tale, Chris Scogland for After. Osman, get us kicked off. Yeah, so um, obviously, you know, the Dragon and the Wolf episode was like beautifully shot, at least from all the cool CGI and everything that they used for it. Um, the Toll episode, though, for Ozark, for me, was pretty nuts, especially how they uh, they wrapped up that season. Um, I thought it was pretty great. Uh, Stranger Things, the Gate episode was, you know, pretty leading up to the next season as well. The finale was good. I haven't seen The Crown or Handmaid's Tale. But if I had to choose, I would probably go the toll for Ozark with Jason Bateman directing. Mullet? Uh, no experience in any of them. Been, I, Ozark is still number one on my list of things. And I know season two is coming out. Is it already out or is it coming out like no. any day? Yeah, it's coming out. Any soon. day now. Any day. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, I gotta, I'm going to try to do that soon. But um, again, yeah, Stranger Things is the only one I have a reference in. But um, yeah, all, I mean, some good names here that I recognize that always do good work. So good, good job, everybody. Everyone gets an award. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to see one of these Ozark episodes when uh, probably won't be the case. It'll probably be it'll, honestly, it'll probably be something stupid like the crown. Um, but let's hope not. Huh? All right. <laughs> uh, outstanding host for a reality or reality competition program. Ellen's Game of Games, Ellen DeGeneres, Hollywood Game Night, Jane Lynch, Project Runway, Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn. RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul, and United Shades of America, W. Kamal Bell. Mullet, can you speak to any of these? Uh, I cannot, and I won't say the joke I came up with in my head, so W. Kamal Bell. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I will say... (laughs) uh, W. Kamal Bell. Uh, Let's just triple stamp on that one and go W. Kamal Bell as well. (laughs) Okay. Can I, can, can I say what I was going to say and you can edit it out? No, I don't want to have to edit it out. <laughs> okay, fine. Outstanding reality competition program. American Ninja Warrior. Project Runway. RuPaul's Drag Race. The Amazing Race. The Voice. And Top Chef. Before we go any further, why have we not just gotten The Amazing RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> That'd be great. Just 10 teams of drag queens doing The Amazing Race. That is yeah. guaranteed fucking 10 million live views that's fucking yeah. entertaining right there i don't know i don't know why people aren't just putting this shit together Ru- i know it's better is america ninja amazing rupaul's drag race where they also have to do ninja warrior competitions <laughs> the whole time um i am gonna go ahead and say i don't know isn't there like hasn't the amazing race won like a billion of these it's one like every year, but like three or four, All right? right? So my wife, yeah. the, the preeminent Amazing Race expert in the room, the Amazing Race is one every year, but like three or four times. It lost to Top Chef one year. It lost to The Voice, I think, the past couple years. This was a good season, the Amazing Race, despite the fact that Samantha and I were not on it. So, All right, so let's go to the Amazing Race. Um, I, I like American Ninja Warrior. I think it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I've always wanted to try some shit on some jungle gyms, so I'm going to go with them. Of all the people you know, I know, that know Osman, I feel like you'd be like one of the only people that could get past like one of those obstacles. 
outstanding variety special jesus christ superstar live in concert didn't you have something that you wanted to say about that uh yeah that doesn't have like who would technically get the awards here but at some point for jesus christ superstar john legend is nominated and he could be our new egot winner Ooh. if he gets so we got an egot potential on our hands but jesus christ superstar and john legend i think he's the only one uh i was trying to find the list and he's the only one that i can find so if that's the case, Mullet, you and I will have seen an EGOT winner perform live at WrestleMania. It's very true. It's very true. I'm going to look up all the EGOT winners now and see if I've ever even been in the same room with them uh, besides <laughs> them. I don't think I have, but go on. Uh, so Jesus Christ Superstar, Night of Too Many Stars, uh, the 60th Annual Grammy Awards, the 75th Annual Golden Globe Awards, and the Oscars. I would probably go with either Jesus Christ Superstar or Night of Too Many Stars just because it's not a a fucking award show and giving an award to an award show at an award show seems i don't know like a snake eating its tail (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna go with night of too many stars yeah it's just dirty yeah i'm gonna go with the jesus christ superstar (laughs) cool just 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 to get that he got in you know yeah pretty tight uh okay (laughs) i found i found the list so uh yeah john legend uh if he wins we get an he got also because of jesus christ superstar Andrew Lloyd Webber would get an EGOT. Wow. Which I feel like you've already happened to this. Also, for Jesus Christ. You're getting three EGOTs here. Tim Rice, who also, again, feels like he should just have had one at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, Also, uh, potentially getting an EGOT, and this is going to make me throw up, is Justin Paul and Benj Pasek. Um, They are the guys that have La La Land and Dear Evan Hansen. These Mm. guys are younger than me, and they are an Mm. Emmy away. From an EGOT. Mullet, we yes. got to get used to it. <laughs> it's going to take me a long... Man, I should be 31 and having to get used to this already, man. This fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah so if they uh, they wrote the original song, In the Market for a Miracle, from A Christmas Story Live. Oh, fuck that. You are not getting an EGOT because of A Christmas Story Live. Look at these fucking... Oh, these guys look like such douches, too. God damn it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's only one... That's the only ones for this year. So, um, yeah, moving on. Outstanding Variety Talk Series, Full Frontal with Samantha B, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, The Daily Show, Late Late Show with James Corden, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Uh, Osmond, you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just unanimous Last Week Tonight on this one. I, I think... That while Oliver will probably win for best uh, written series, uh, I think the show that's been like at the forefront and the most relevant of all of these nominees and like the show that's consistently bit like you've seen in all your social media feeds with clips all year long, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Um, they've they've done a, a, like the best of, I think, all of the late night shows in and doing their job at these times like everyone's doing a very good job uh, with a very tough climate to to do your job in uh and i feel like jimmy kimmel live as as navigated those waters the best out of all of them that was going to be my point as well um i i think last night tonight will last week tonight will win and i think deserves a win but kimmel will be right there um, all these nominees are great, except The Daily Show. Um, I don't know why Seth Meyers uh, is not here. 
instead of the Daily Show. But mm. neither here nor there. All right. Uh, outstanding guest actress in a comedy series. Jane Lynch, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel for the episode Put That on Your Plate. Maya Rudolph for The Good Place, the episode The Burrito. Molly Shannon, uh, Willa Grace, episode Staten Island Ferry. Tiffany Haddish, Saturday Night Live. Tiffany Haddish, Taylor Swift episode. Tina Fey, Saturday Night Live. Tina Fey, Nicki Minaj episode. And Wanda Sykes for Blackish, the Juneteenth episode. Um, I've only seen the Tiffany Haddish episode of SNL and uh, the burrito episode of The Good Place. And that was the season two finale of The Good Place. And holy fucking shit. Um, that show is incredibly professionally done. That's all I'll say because anything else I say will lead to spoilers and I don't want to do that. Mullet. Uh, yeah, only experience I have are the SNLs. Um, uh, Tiffany Haddish, even though I'm not particularly a, a fan of hers, I was great in that episode of SNL, so I, she'd be my vote. I would go for one of Sykes if she was Gregoria, her gargoyle character in Vampirina, but she is not. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback and go with the Tiffany Hash episode. She was great. I, I I've been meaning to catch Blackish because I've heard nothing but awesome things. I just haven't gotten around to it. And I thought the Tina Fey SNL episode was kind of whack. So yeah, I didn't like it either. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Tiffany Hash. Cool. Outstanding guest actor in a comedy series, otherwise Bill- known as the greatest category of people of all time. This is insane. <laughs> it's it's this seriously the murderers row. It's Th- fucked these up. These guys should sign a baseball. And and it be in a plaque somewhere. I learned things from this from this fucking uh, category. Um, Bill Hader, Saturday Night Live, the episode of Bill Hader and Arcade Fire. Brian Cranston, Curb Your Enthusiasm, the episode Running with the Bulls. Run with running. Yes, I guess I said that right. Donald Glover, Saturday Night Live. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Cat uh, Williams, Atlanta, the episode Alligator Man. Lin Manuel Miranda, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Episode Fatwa and Sterling K. Brown being in an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine that I didn't realize because I'm behind on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the box. Oh, God. Sorry, guys. I yeah, you just fucking shorts. <laughs> well, while Mullet's doing that, Osman. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've, I've seen all these, but the Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I haven't gotten around to Brooklyn Nine-Nine yet, but I've heard I've heard great things. Man, this is tough for me because a lot of these guys are really great at what they did. Uh I, I got to go Donald Glover uh, just because I felt like every skit was on the money, um, even though Lin-Manuel Miranda and Fatwa was pretty fucking hilarious. And obviously, Cat Williams as Alligator Man <laughs> was just bizarre in itself. But it was so what I'd picture Cat Williams be doing right now at this moment. So I, I yeah, I'm going to have to go with just Donald Glover who's Saturday Night Live. Mullet? All right, I've got new shorts. Uh, so I do not watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, but... Seeing Brian Cranston and Lin Manuel Miranda nominated makes me immediately want to go watch it. Uh, Sterling K. Brown is, is my boy. Brooklyn and then is my show. I will say he is good. He's not great in that episode. It's still very good. It's a fun episode, but he's definitely behind the other three for me. Bill Hader is doing his, his same old thing, so that's to be expected. The Donald Glover episode was amazing. Uh, I quote the Raz P. Berry sketch way too much at work. Um, uh, especially for a sketch that references putting diamonds in your butt and peeing in your hair. Um, 
But for me, to be perfectly honest, with no hyperbole, Cat Williams was fan-fucking-tastic in Alligator Man. <laughs> to the point where, like, halfway through, I'm like, Cat Williams. That's Cat Williams? <laughs> <laughs> We're sure about this. Actually, Rich and I, uh, we watched this episode together for the first time. And we were both just like, fucking Cat Williams. Look at this. Yeah. He's like, he'd, he'd, he'd be my fucking vote. Donald Glover's getting his. Give Cat Williams something, man. Yeah, he needs to go melt I, that. I he, needs to melt the, he needs to melt that award down and sell it. Come on. Yeah. I, I, I'll change my vote. I'll go with Cat Williams, too. That was good. Yeah. It was... Uh, it's between Donald Glover and Cat Williams for me because for crying out loud, not only like was the show itself good, but that's where we first uh, were introduced to This Is America on SNL that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but but keeping it with Donald Glover, Donald Glover, I believe in an interview, said he wanted uh, Cat Williams for that role specifically, and he wanted to get Cat Williams nominated for an Emmy specifically. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so let's just see it through to fruition. I would also like for Percy Watson to have been in an Emmy winning episode of television. Fuck you. I forgot about that. Oh, can we have a this year? We could have seriously in a whole uh, a separate outstanding wrestler in a television show category. True. And him. We got not Alex Riley for glow. <laughs> uh, outstanding guest actress in a drama series. Uh, Cherry Jones, The Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale. Uh, episode of Baggage, Cecily Tyson, How to Get Away with Murder, episode I'm Going Away, Diana Rigg, Game of Thrones, The Queen's Justice, uh, Kelly Jenrette, The Handmaid's Tale, Other Women, uh, Samira Widely, Handmaid's Tale, After, and Viola Davis, Scandal, Allow Me to Reintroduce Myself. Um, I can go ahead and get this kicked off. Ah. Uh... The only one Are you I sure? No, I can't because the only one of these shows that I actually watch is Game of Thrones. Um, and I had to exactly look up who uh Diana Rigg is, and once I realized it, like, oh shit, that's Olena Tyrell. Yeah, Olena Tyrell, the Queen's Justice, Game of Thrones, motherfucker. She was great, she was great in the entire series. Anybody else? Uh, you want to get? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't watch any of these, but um, I've always been a Samira Wiley fan. She always pops up in things, and I always think she's a very good actress. So I'll go with her. I think she. Uh, it's gonna be Viola Davis. I know we're talking about this. Viola Davis is already strangling voters herself at the moment. Correct. Getting her nominate, getting her votes in. But Samira Wiley, I've always enjoyed in things I've seen her. Not wrong, Osman. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Dana Rigg too, because yeah, she was the fucking goat as Elena Tyrell, and. All the way up to her demise as well. So it was, it was, uh, I'm going to go for her. Easy peasy. Cool. And I haven't seen anything else on this list. So that makes it easier for me as well. Uh, outstanding guest actor in a drama series Cameron Britton, Mindhunter, Episode 2, uh, F. Murray Abraham, Homeland, All In. That's just funny to say. Yep. Uh, Gerald McCraney. F. Murray this... Abraham is All In, Rich. <laughs> uh, Gerald McCraney. This is us, the car, Jimmy Simpson, Westworld, fuck Westworld, uh, the episode reunion, Matthew Good, the crown episode, matrimonium, and Ron Cephas Jones, this is us, the fa- uh, father's advice. Um, yeah, man, I gotta go with Cameron Britton for Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. Like, of all of this, like, I can't believe I haven't seen all of these, but I can't believe. Any of them gave a performance like um, what's that fucker's name? 
Uh, I actually was looking it up as you were talking, and I got distracted by a Ed Kemper. That sent me. Ed Kemper, yeah. There, it's. I love like finding people and immediately like searching everything they've done and like like experiencing. I did the same thing for multiple actors, and like this guy's done nothing. Like he's a clean slate, and he he had a stint in Barry as well. Well, and, like, and again, his... he was in the pilot episode, which was filmed two years ago. So like a yeah. year before he did Mindhunter. Yeah, this guy like immediately just fucking catches you, and like you can't look away from him. Mindhunter, I feel, is grossly under-nominated. I think this is the only nomination I actually got, um, period. But at the very least, I'm happy to see him, because he was one that I was specifically remembering for this podcast to say that I fucking loved him. And yeah. I love Gerald McCraney. I love Ron Safest Jones. They always give me the feels on This Is Us. Because, yes, I watch that show, Osmond. And uh, <laughs> my dad, I'm a dad, right? It's an amazing <laughs> show. It's a great show. You want to you want to cry every week, Osmond? Watch this as us. <laughs> no, I do not want to cry every week. That sounds awful. <laughs> um, as for me, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I, I I stopped watching Westworld, and that was the only show that I had been watching on this list. Uh, so I'm just gonna follow your guys' advice here and just go ahead and triple stamp on Cameron Britton. There we yeah, go. He's he's so fucking good, dude. I'm glad that we can openly talk about how grossly overrated Westworld is. <laughs> uh, is this for this is for season two, yes? I believe yeah, yeah, because Jimmy Simpson was like a uh regular on season one. Okay. Um because I was really excited to watch that show and now everything I've heard about season two makes me not want to watch that show. No. Episode eight is very good. I'm not gonna watch fifteen episodes of something to get to a good episode. I'm good. Exactly. Yeah. Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or Movie, uh, Adina Porter, American Horror Story, Judith Light, American Crime Story, Leticia Wright, Black Mirror, the episode Black Museum, uh, Merritt Weaver, Godless, Penelope Cruz, American Crime Story, Sarah Bareilles, Jesus Christ Superstar, Live in Concert. Osmond, any, uh, anything? Uh, from the only ones I've seen on this one were, uh, were was Adina Porter in American Horror Story. Uh, I thought she was pretty good. Um, their most recent, their most recent series uh, season was definitely a different shift from what they normally go for. But um, I it was definitely more. I feel like politically based, but um, I thought she did great. So I'm gonna just go ahead and vote her. Um, I've uh, only seen Black Mirror and Godless. Merritt Weaver was was very good in Godless. Um, I think the Black Museum episode of Black Mirror is like a little cheeky, but for what she's doing, uh, it, well, it's kind of like a small world as a supporting role. Um, I'm going to go with Letitia Wright. For me, uh, American Crime Story is only uh, had I have to hang. Penelope Cruz was vastly overrated because the whole actual Versace storyline to that was pretty bad. Um, Judith Light, though, is the truth. Judith Light dropped a dick on that show. Let me tell you. Really? Yeah, she was great. She plays uh, the wife of like the the main old lover of Andrew Cunanan, um, Darren Chris's character, and she also was like uh, like a QVC queen. She only is in for like two episodes, but every time she's on, very affecting, very powerful. So good to see Judith Light not on Growing Pains. I know she's done plenty of stuff since, but you know, it's still like, oh yeah, Judith Light, she can she can fuck. 
Hell yeah. Uh, outstanding supporter, supporting actor in a limited series or movie. Brandon Victor Dixon, Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert. Edgar Ramirez, American Crime Story. Finn Wittrock, American Crime Story. Jeff Daniels, Godless. John Leguizamo in the year 2018 for Waco. Michael Stolberg, <laughs> The Looming Tower. And Ricky Martin in the year 2018 for American uh, Crime Story. That's what I was thinking, y'all. I was I'm like, not. yo, John Leguizamo or Ricky Martin? <laughs> hey, 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 don't fucking make fun of John Leguizamo being nominated for anything when Ricky Martin's right below him. <laughs> first thing I did, it said that the first thing I did when these nominations came out was look for everything Teddy Perkins, and the number two was check to see if Ricky Martin got fucking nominated. He did, and I put my finger down my throat. He was so bad. He was so bad. Fuck, he was so bad. And the fact that he got nominated is garbage. Edgar Ramirez was also not very good. Um, like I said, everything actual Versace on that show was poor. Finn Whitrock was very, very good in the Andrew Canaan portion. So he'd be my uh, my vote. And also Jeff Daniels. Who doesn't like Jeff Daniels? You don't like Jeff Daniels? Hit yourself in the dick. And Jeff Daniels fucking crushed in Godless. He's great. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff Daniels as well. I haven't seen Godless, but from the trailers I did see of Godless, he looked pretty badass. So I'm going to go for him. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. Outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. Holy shit. Okay, here we mm-hmm. go. <sighs> AD Bryant, Saturday Night Live. Alex Borstein, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in the year 2018. Uh, <laughs> Betty Gilpin, Glow. Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live. Lori Metcalf, Roseanne. Leslie Jones, Saturday Night Live. Mega Mullally, Will and Grace. And Zazie Beats, Atlanta. Um. Osman, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, as much as I as much as I wanted to vote for Zazie Beats, I'd, I'd still think I'm, I'm going to go with Leslie Jones. I find her to be fucking great in like almost everything she does. Uh, so I'm going to just stick to that. I haven't seen Roseanne. Don't care or don't want to see Roseanne or Will and Grace. Um, <laughs> and um, I haven't seen The Marvelous Miss Maisel either. So uh, but yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and go with Leslie Jones. We need to get you in a room with Andrew Troy Zangry um, <laughs> for the fun debate. I'm surprised to see A.D. Bryan here. I'm happy to see A.D. Bryan here. Yeah. Um, Laurie Metcalf's always good. I mean, I'm not going to fucking watch Romance. Same thing with Megan Mullally. They're both good. They're probably the two most likely candidates to win. Yeah, but, I'll watch them in anything else they want to do. Yeah, but not those two things. Uh, Zazie Beats would be personally my vote. She's just very good, and I feel like she's very underrated, so I'm glad to see her there. Um I mean, Kate McKinnon always crushes in whatever she's in. Uh, Betty Copen is also very good. I don't really see her as a comedic actress, though. Like, she's not really funny. Yeah, she's not the comedy um, in that show. Yeah, she's not the funny of that show. So um, it's a weird nomination for me, but I'm glad to see recognition. So, yeah, I'm, I'm between Zazie and McKinnon. I, yeah, Zazie's where my heart is. McKinnon's where my head is. Uh, Zazie should be nominated just for fake is Mexican. <laughs> That's just that realization and delivery is like that. That gets you an award. Yeah, that gets you a fucking award. And this is it's again second time we've talked about Drake ad nauseum tonight. All right, uh, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series: Alec Baldwin, Saturday Night Live; Brian Tyree Henry, Atlanta; Henry Winkler, Barry; Keenan Thompson, SNL; Louis Anderson, Baskets; Titus Burgess, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt; and Tony Shalhoub. Marvelous, Marvelous Mrs. In, Maisel. In the fucking year 2018. Yeah, I was about to say that too. Honestly, you could have told me Monk was still on the air and he got nominated and I wouldn't have been surprised. So <laughs> that's why I left that out. This is 
another bomb ass category and Alec Baldwin. Um, <laughs> Alec Baldwin actively not trying every week on television. And he fucking won this category last year. Yeah. And I'm terrified he's going to win it again this year when there are four definitive amazing candidates in my eyes. I uh, agree. He, the fact that Keenan finally got this. Mm-hmm. He can, Keenan. You can go home now. <laughs> You're a good man. You can go do something else. You got your nomination. Because, That's the uh, thing, though. Like, what else? Fuck it. Just keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I found myself watching Barbershop Two back in business last night. <laughs> like, like, at 12, I like myself, you do. Twelve forty in the morning. In the year and, uh, 2018. And then, <laughs> you know, was in it, and I was like, man, this guy's been around for a long time. <laughs> That's that's mid years old. That's mid career Keenan Thompson you were watching. <laughs> yeah, bro. go back to that's and kill. Yeah, Monster. good burger. That's <laughs> wow. you were watching fourth inning Keenan Thompson. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kel Mitchell wants to know if you're going to finish that. Um, uh, Henry Weekler is so fucking good in Barry. Um, so I'm I'm happy to see him as well. No one has been harder on the louis anderson front than i have for baskets Very he true. doesn't he does not disappoint in season three um i feel like it was maybe the weakest of his three seasons but he's still there however this is brian tyree henry he's one of the best actors i think working period right now and he's everything yep. to that paperboy character so that's that's my vote i'm literally everything you just said Minus the Louis stuff, because I haven't watched Baskets, but I'd probably be saying the same thing. Yeah, I, I've never seen more nuance in a ostensibly comedic uh, role. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, it's, 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 it's an infatuating. This is a make good for him not getting nominated last year because I feel like he was even better season one. He's sure. still great in season two, but season one and the BAN episode, some of the other stuff was so incredible that it was one of the biggest snubs ever last year. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go. Obviously, it's clear cut Brian Tyree Henry, but um, just as like a nomination for for Titus Burgess as well. Just that show wouldn't be that show even close to what it is without him. Even though this newest season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was kind of kind of lame um he he's you know front and center he makes that show so shout out to him but definitely yes. it's got to be brian terry henry's uh category to win don't, don't worry boys it'll be baldwin or shalhoub yep uh also uh, we kind of glazed over keenan's actual contributions when you get to the point in your career when like you're just trusted to uh like in the scripts it just writes like keenan will make a face you know you're funny and you know you're good that's yeah. basically what they do with all of his sketches is Put Keaton in it, write that he's going to make a face in your set. So he's, he knows what he's doing. Outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. Alexis, is that an L or an I? Liddell. It's an L, Beetle. Yeah. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale. Ann Dowd, The Handmaid's Tale. Lena Headley, Game of Thrones. Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things. Andy Newton, Westworld. Vanessa Kirby, The Crown. And Yvonne Shavovsky, The Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I'll uh, pick this one off. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I, I've only seen three of these. Uh, so I've seen Westworld, uh, Stranger Things, and Game of Thrones. And person you love to hate, but you know, it is Cersei Lannister as far as in Headley's character goes. Um, for me at least, like she just gets you, you know, in your feelings 
in the worst kind of ways and the best kind of ways. Uh, so um, I'm going to go ahead and nominate her to win that thing. Um, you know, I hate to say this right off the heels of what you just said, but I feel like Cersei has become kind of a parody of herself, or at least the portrayal has. And it's just kind of become playing up all the things that people latched onto the first five seasons. Um, she's still a talented actress, but eh, uh, I feel like that one bottle episode of stranger things was meant to be the showcase for Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown got her nominated. I don't think it's going to lock down a win. I haven't seen any of these other shows except for Westworld. And again, one of the, only saving graces of the second season was Tandy Newton's performance. Anytime she was on screen, I felt safe. It was like a warm blanket. I knew I was going to be interested in whatever was going on. Um, so I would like to see Tandy Newton win, but um, it'll probably be by the odds, a handmaid's tale show. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Or, or, or they could split the votes, like sometimes happens in this, True. and it opens up for somebody else. Um, I always love Anne Dowd, whatever she does. Um, Millie Bobby Brown is the glue that holds that show together um, and really does good affecting work so those would be my two pieces there because I don't have much else to add otherwise so. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series David Harbour, Stranger Things Joseph Fiennes, The Hand- Handmaid's Tale Mandy Patinkin, Homeland that show's still on the air Matt Smith, <laughs> The Crown uh, Nikolai Coster Waldau, uh, Game of Thrones, and Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones. Um, I feel like I haven't kicked one off in a while. Um, while uh, season two of Stranger Things was uh, not as good as uh, the first one, it was still good, not great. Uh, I think, I don't know, I really enjoyed David Harbour's performance more in the role. second season. Yeah, more to do. And and yeah, like we got to see different angles of that character, and I feel like David Harbour just absolutely knocked those uh, chances out of the park. Um, I yeah, yeah. I mean, like Dinklage is always entertaining in Game of Thrones, but again, like this season on the whole, I feel like people are just kind of like playing more so the the. Uh, like the caricatures of the characters, which is a weird sentence, but I said it. Um, I'm going with David Harbour. Yeah, if I, yeah. Had, to, if I had to pick, I, I'd, I'd go. Um, I'd go David Harbour as well. Uh, I definitely felt like um, uh, the only other show that I've seen on here is Game of Thrones, obviously, and and yeah, I, I feel like David Harbour's performance would definitely go above and beyond these two guys. So I'm going to stick with that. Same. Uh, this is a general uh, statement. Uh, I don't. I've never seen uh, Nicholas Coster Walder in anything, but the other four, everything I've ever seen them in, I felt they've been overrated. So that leads me to David Harbour. Except Inigo Montoya. Don't fucking tweet me that Mandy Patinkin's fucking fuck you people. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're out there. I know you Patinkin fan club is gonna fucking message me. So don't. I I I will say that that. Nicola Costa Waldo, uh, his Jamie Lannister, Lannister, was not as good as like season two or three, but a very good uh, performance. It was definitely up there for him. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie: Edie Falco, Law and Order, True Crime, Jessica Biel, The Sinner, Laura Dern, 
The Tale, Michelle Dockery, Godless, Regina, Gang, Regina King, Seven Seconds, and Sarah Paulson, American Horror Story. Uh, Osmond? Uh, I haven't seen any of these, uh, but American Horror Story. Um, so I, I'm going to go ahead and just roll with, with Sarah Paulson because she, as in the series itself as a whole, she's always somebody different and she always does pretty well. Uh, so I'm just going to go Sarah Paulson. That's all I got. Look, man, I'm team Dern all the way. I ain't seen the damn movie, but I'm just a fan of her. So Laura Dern in the tale. Let's do this. You've always Shout been out to Jurassic a, Park one. A weird <laughs> where she played a velociraptor. Um, no, I'm team Dern, the whole family. Bruce, I know, Laura, I know. any other Derns you want to throw my way? Let's Dern this. We're during this. Uh, I made it through 40 minutes of Law and Order True oh Crime before God. we turned that shit off. Um, <laughs> and I was like, nope, I've, I watch Law and Order SVU every single week and I ain't watching this shit. Um, so no thank you there. Uh, recorded the entirety of The Center and then that was when I got rid of my cable box. <laughs> so I never watched <laughs> it. But I think it is on Netflix now. I've heard nothing but great things about it. I'm, look, Jessica I've... Biel and Bill Pullman and something that's supposed to be good. Yeah, I'm in. Um, and never the second season looks even better. You never heard of it? No. Oh, that's right. Because I was going to say because you don't watch you watch Raw off of streams and stuff. Because it's like it's a USA show. So of course, if I watch Raw, I get inundated with fucking Sinner commercials all the time. Um. So yeah, but it's supposed to be very, very good. Um. Huh. So uh, that'd be my vote. And besides Sarah Paulson, who's just great and everything. So that that would you know, let's go for her. Hmm. And that's that is it. Cool. Um, outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie. Antonio Banderas in the year 2018 <laughs> for something called Genius. Benedict- that was the, uh, I think it was Pablo Picasso this time. Jeffrey Rush mm. got nominated last year for Albert Einstein, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Patrick Melrose, Darren Chris, American Crime Story, Jeff Daniels, The Looming Tower, Jesse Plemons, Black Mirror, episode USS Callister, and John Legend, gunning for that EGOT. And Here. Jesus Christ Superstar, live and in ain't, concert. He ain't getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he was a producer. Uh, yeah, the best performance I saw on television all year was Darren Chris in American Crime Story. He was He's legitimately that great. Um, and he deserves I was curious a- about that. I haven't seen it, American Crime Story, but I was curious if he was going to be good in it. So that's comforting to know that. Everything negative I said about uh, like the Versace part of it, all of his moments in Andrew Canana, which I feel like honestly it's like the first two episodes they're honestly trying to like tell the Versace story and then episodes three through eight are just all about Andrew Canana, and I think they realize like we have something here and this is much more interesting yeah let's just go with this the Ricky Martin and Edgar Ramirez is bullshit so yeah he's he's worth it alone um if you can get through seeing his butt that much you're fine man Jesse Plemons is a really good fucking actor. He is. He's such a absolute low, disgusting creep in USS Callister. And <laughs> and he's not that, like, for real. So yeah, that's good acting. He did the <laughs> same thing as Todd in Breaking Bad. Yeah. He's like uh, the most amazing sociopath. And he's just he just looks like happy Matt Damon. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's so good. I would love to see Jesse Plemons win that. 
Yeah, so I just recently saw uh, American Made. It's that Tom Cruise movie about him being in like CIA and all that and drug muling and all that. Jesse Plemons had a very small role, but he had a sweet mustache. Uh, so, so, so all I kept picturing was a happy Matt Damon with a sweet mustache. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pick him just because of that fact because I haven't seen any of these uh, shows or performances. So I'm gonna go with that. Black like happy, really good. You like Happy Matt Damon with a mustache, Osmond. Watch the movie The Informant. You'll you'll like it a lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and the next category is the Allison Janney Award for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy <laughs> Series. Uh, Allison Janney nominated for Mom. I'm looking this one up right fucking now. Keep reading. <laughs> uh, Issa Rae for Insecure. Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. Pamela Adlon for Better Things, Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. Um, it, God, this could go one of four different ways. Uh, Allison Janney because that is the the Emmys warm blanket, and they have given her more Emmys than they've made Emmys. She, um, she she has been nominated fourteen times and won seven of them. She's batting fucking five. Hundred fucked up, but it's not because she's great, <laughs> but it's still fucked up. Um, uh, I could see Tracy Ellis Ross uh, win for Blackish because she's that she's very great in that show. I would love to see Issa Rae win. I think she should win for Insecure. That show is is amazing, and she does a wonderful things that you just don't really see out of black women leads on TV. And she does them, and she fucking it's it's a it's wonderful. It's it's such a good show. I think Rachel Brosnahan will win because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has more momentum than either of you guys know. Yeah, I I've heard it quite a bit, and you're probably right. I have no real dog in the hunt. Let's just let Allison Janney take over the world. She's the real Skynet, everybody. So let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with, with Issa Rae. Uh, I loved Insecure uh, so much. Rich actually was the one that put me on it. Uh, he's like, you got to watch this show. It's fucking awesome. And I couldn't stop watching once I started. So I, I and she's great. Writes it great. And just is doing big things over there at HBO. So I'm going to go with her. Uh, robbed in that category is Kristen Bell for The Good Place. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> what is with you in The Good Place? Holy shit. Watch, <laughs> watch both seasons. And like, that's all I need to say. Watch season one, rewatch season one, and then watch season two. Uh, you'll know why when you do it. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, Anthony Anderson. For Blackish. Yeah. Uh, Bill Hader for Barry. Donald Glover for Atlanta. Larry David for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ted Danson for The Good Place. And William H. Macy for season 19 of Shameless. Damn, Shameless is still on TV, huh? Yeah, it's in its 27th <laughs> season. It's weird. Okay. Augie fucking loves that show. So every time that uh, Augie and I share uh, a friend of his like Plex uh, account for like like movies and TVs and shit, mm-hmm. and like every time I log on, it's like, oh, you're gonna finish episode seven, season eight of Shameless. I'm like, Augie, man, there's some other things to fucking do. Like, <laughs> it's like no, but that's like not even just Augie. Like anyone that watches Shameless loves Shameless and has watched all of it, if not twice. It's weird. Yeah, I. I like Shameless, but I, I'm not caught up. I stopped watching after like season three or four, but 
I, people are really on that shit. And I, no, I couldn't believe that it, it's still on TV. That's crazy. <laughs> I thought it was done yeah. already. No. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know it's done when it stops getting nominated for shit. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no I, I was going to say, uh, I, I haven't seen Barry, but I'm assuming, I'm, I'm assuming Bill Hader is probably going to, you know, take this one because I've only heard not only from you guys, but like even people from work saying how great it was, uh, you know, reviews online and stuff like that about Bill Hader and Barry. Uh, would love to see Donald Glover win, even though I felt like season two of Atlanta, like it gave so many, it gave so many other actors opportunities to kind of shine. Uh, in, in season two, more so than him, um, late, the newest season of Curb was cool, I guess, for the most part. It definitely, like, you see a jump in quality of television as far as, like, cameras and resolution and shit like that. Uh, and, yeah, I haven't seen Shameless in 10 years, so I, I'm going to go with Bill Hader. <laughs> it's not a comedic performance at all. Uh, he's still oh, very... shit, it is lead actor in a comedy series. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's still very good. He's very good in it. Uh, there is there is like black comedy in what he does, um, but there's more comedy in in Donald Glover doing the things he did in, in Atlanta for me to pick him over Bill Hader in this. Uh, I mean, Ted Danson's always great. Um, with their luck, Anthony Anderson finally won this award, and they're like, "God damn it!" <laughs> I was just having that thought. It's like of all the years. Yeah, finally they're like, "Well, the votes got in uh, really early, and uh, well, we done fucked up." Yeah, I'm fine with either Hater or Glover. I lean Glover just because it's an actual comedy performance more than Bill Hader's. So. Yeah, I, I'm going to echo a lot of what you both said. Um, it is technically outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, so it doesn't necessarily need to be a comedic performance. Uh, because The phrasing is very good, yes. Yeah, because uh, there were, a ha- like, literally, I could fill up a hand with how many times I thought to myself, like, haters gonna win a fucking oscar for this yeah tv show and it's not even a movie it's a tv show and they're still gonna get him the fucking oscar that's a great point uh glover i felt like did a lot of work in season two of like passing others the rock and mm-hmm. like putting a lot of shine on everyone else and like he had his big like character piece in teddy perkins but that was kind of it that was a character piece and Ted Danson, I just, uh, with my heart, would want him to win. But, like, Hater has to win this, regardless of whether what he was doing was comedic or dramatic. Like, don't care. This is where we fucked up and put him, so this is what we have Good to point. do. You swayed me. Good point. Yeah. Um, outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Uh, Claire Foy in The Crown. Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale. Evan Rachel Wood, Westworld. Kerry Russell, The Americans, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, and Tatiana Maslany for Orphan Black. Tatiana Maslany won this last year, didn't she? Uh, I don't know if it was last year. No, Elizabeth Moss, Moss won this last year. But finally. she won like the year before, I think. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Um, Man, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Kerry Russell, because again, last season of The Americans. Um, I haven't seen Handmaid's Tale, but probably where it's going to go. Although I guess I'd like to see Sandra Owen after Killing Eve, because again, I really want to watch Killing Eve. I do not want Evan Rachel Wood to win this, because as much as I enjoyed her in season the first half of season one of Westworld, um, it was the opposite effect uh, when I was watching Westworld of her in scenes. When I saw Dolores in a fucking scene, I 
started doing something on my phone, anything on my phone. I would I, anything. I'd download a fishing game and I played a fishing game while Evan Rachel Wood was giving an Emmy nominated performance on Westworld. <laughs> That's how good she was. Yeah, I have I have no insight here. I'll just uh, the amount of times Elizabeth Moss was passed over for Mad Men, I'll go with her because I don't care if she wins four in a row. That's that's just making good for Mad Men. So Yeah, I'm gonna piggyback on Lilit. Uh same. I, I really haven't seen any of these, but I feel like, you know, she's deserving. Let's give her that uh let's give her that back to back. Cool. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Ed Harris in Westworld, Jason Bateman in Ozark. Jeffrey Wright, Westworld, Matthew Reese, The Americans. Mullet. Me, why am I? This is a rare case when I'm the one saying this. Milo Ventimiglia for This Is Us. And Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Mullet, go ahead. We don't deserve Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> Osman? Yeah. Uh, sure. I'll go Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> Molly, you're gonna you, don't, say you don't even know, but you know at the same time. He's the <laughs> yeah. best actor on the planet. Milo did have a very good year, though. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's obviously Sterling K. Brown. Um, and I haven't watched a minute of This Is Us. But as long as it's not Ed Harris doing a poorly Xeroxed copy of Clint Eastwood and grimacing for fucking eight episodes, or Jeffrey Wright grunt-talking for eight episodes. No, <laughs> but if we... Dolores... But if we go, no, yeah, well, yeah. he's the oh, movie the trailer guy. guy. He's essentially, <laughs> basically, yeah. Essentially, that's how he fucking talks in that show. It's terrible. Um, all right, outstanding limited series, American Crime Story, Versace, Genius, Picasso, Godless, Patrick Melrose, and The Alienist. The first time I've said The Alienist all night. Mm-hmm. Um. I got the only one of these that I've seen is Godless, and it felt like it was two years ago. Uh, American Crime Story is probably going to win this. If not, Patrick Melrose, Osman. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go with American Crime Story. Heard great things. Haven't seen any of these, so uh, yeah, where I'm at. Yeah, it probably it probably will be. Uh, the other show besides The Sinner that I had recorded that I lost was The Alienist. Uh, just I really like Daniel Bruhl, um, but have not had time to follow up with it. So, um, so I've heard, again, heard nothing but good things, but I haven't heard a lot of people saying that I know of saying those things. It's everything online. But um, yeah, go Versace. Outstanding comedy series Atlanta, Barry, Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glue, that's right, Silicon Valley, <laughs> Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, mullet. Uh, for me, th- three of my faves uh, running up against each other. Just Happy Glow is there. I mean, I, to me, obviously, it's not a better show than Atlanta or Barry, even though it is the show that probably made me laugh more than the other two. Um, God, that is such a fucking tough decision between those two. I'm going to go with Atlanta just because it's, it was more affecting to me, and I, I have more memories of it making me laugh just from a uh, uh, at the end of the day perspective on it. Barry is deserving of being there, but you know, I'm going to go with Atlanta. Awesome. Also, can we just say, mm. Hey, no modern family, no Veep. We already won. Hey, Osmond. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Atlanta just because there were so many moments where I was texting you and multiple people like, oh, my God, this shit is fucking amazing <laughs> and hilarious. Uh, and a lot of like in like like real life situations, I feel for me, too, that were hilarious and shit, especially during the FUBU episode. I was just like, Man. I was just like, yo, this was school. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it was so funny to see it, you know, reenacted in, in today's age. And it was like, you, you had no idea how fucking real this is right now. It was. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go with that Atlanta for sure. Um, the good place was robbed. Uh, <laughs> it should have taken the place of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. It would have been... I was going to say the, Silicon. <laughs> or Silicon Valley. It would have been in the top, in talks for like the top three or four in this category. Um, Glow is only going to do itself favors for its second season nomination because, I, in my opinion, the second season was better than the first. Um, uh, man, yeah. I mean, it still for me comes down to Atlanta and Barry. I want, out of the two, I want Atlanta to win. But I think the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is going to win. Because I'm telling y'all, this shit has more momentum than any of us know. Atlanta should win, though. And if not, it should be Barry. Um, good God. Barry. Outstanding <laughs> drama series. Uh, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, The Americans, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, This Is Us, and Westworld. Uh, I'll go ahead and kick this off. I think what one like was did this is us win last year? No, Handmaid's Tale won. Handmaid's Tale won like ev- like everything. It was everything. Hmm. That, that it was that it was nominated for you. Yeah. yeah. Let's go with this is us. Look, I ride or die that you know with that show. It was not as good as season one. It got a little bit too caught up in like you know, answering its mysteries and doing its thing. It still had some really good affecting moments. Um, but overall, this this first season was much better. So it's a weaker case for it to win this year. Um, same thing goes for Stranger Things. So I'm kind of at a loss here. Same thing goes so. with all these shows, dude, because people were yeah. not as up on the Handmaid's Tale as they were for the first season. I think everyone seemed to like like how the Americans ended. But again, I feel like that show's been on the air since I've you know been in fucking high school. So I don't know. But um, yeah. Hey, dramas. Uh, dramas are not where it's at right now. Yeah. I'm well, gonna... it is. It's just they're called comedies. Yeah. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hemis only because the nominations are probably gonna speak for themselves again. Um, they seem like they're in every category. Uh, that we talked about tonight. So I I feel like Hemis still is probably gonna take the cake once again. Mm, watch the crown win it for no reason at all. Um, cool. <laughs> well, uh, that is it. That's every damn category for this motherfucking award show. That's just about TV. That's all it is. It's just TV. And yet we talked about it for so damn long. And we watch all of it. And boy, oh boy, don't we love it. Um, any final thoughts on all the nominations and whatnot? Uh, starting with Osmond. Uh, no, I mean, my, my big thing is that, uh, I hope Atlanta does work. Uh, one of my favorite shows by far, if not my favorite show of 2018, 
Um, so I'm hoping they put in some good work and they they crush it at the Emmys. That's all I got. Mullet. Yeah, I trumpet everything Osmond said. I'm excited for um, we're hopefully very soon. You know what I want to try to do? I know it's uh, not short notice, but we still have a, a few weeks. Uh, Tope once talked about um, the fact that he in college did a fantasy TV league with like all the new shows that were on the air. I'm, he just Facebook messaged me drunk. So I'm going to get his drunken memory of what he, uh, how that worked. And I'd like to try to do that. Be funny. It's like you draft the shows, like you draft in order the shows you think will get picked up. And if your show gets canceled, like you lose points, but it's based on like how quickly it gets canceled. Could be fun. Could be fun. All right. Uh, well, we'll keep you updated on that and how that goes. Uh, my final thoughts are uh, The Good Place and Allison Brie were fucking robbed. <laughs> oh, I was talking about Allison Brie. Yes, yeah. Allison Brie was a definite sub. Um, yes. I'm, I'm excited to see season two and how they structure it because some very surprising standouts in season two on that cast. For sure. Also, Marin. We didn't talk about Marin. Marin's always a fucking snub on that show. Correct. Correct. Uh, I think it was definitely better season two than season one but i mean he was still surprisingly good in season one um yeah. and and also i would love if awesome kong got an uh emmy nomination because i'm not gonna lie season two i think she kind of deserves it episode four absolutely like yeah people look at me strange whenever i say that season or ep- season two episode four of glow is like one of my favorite episodes but it's because they don't realize that awesome kong was a wrestler before she was an actor Yep. And the fact that she's out at she's acting circles around some of these girls like it's uh, it's remarkable. And yeah, it's you wouldn't even there, nobody knows because she's that good. Um, cool. So we're going to uh, yeah, you'll be hearing this uh, just a little bit before the Emmys actually happen. Um, so I'm sure. uh listen to this after the fact that we sound like absolute idiots but i'm sure we'll talk about that afterwards <laughs> um yeah uh please be sure to uh check us out uh where oh yeah and the emmys actually happen on september 17th uh just a few days before pod slam here in chicago illinois on september 22nd here at the io theater in chicago um head on over to arcadeaudio.net slash pod for the full lineup uh, and info on donating and all that good stuff. Um, it's going to be a hell of a hell of a hell of a year. Tickets are only 10 bucks all day, free re-entry, all that good stuff. Um, it's an amazing time every year. Our goal is $4,000 this year. Help us not just reach it, but destroy it. And uh, thank you so much uh, for helping out with that. Uh, for everything else, for the show, uh, you can uh, catch us. Uh, if you aren't already subscribed uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and ArcadeAudio.net, tell a friend. Word of mouth is like, you know, we don't have an advertising budget over here anyway, but like word of mouth is so much more powerful than an ad to begin with. So tell a friend if uh, you dig the conversations we're having over here. Uh, and if you want to continue uh, having these conversations, first of all, go ahead and rate us five stars on iTunes or Google Podcasts. And then also... Uh, yeah, hit us up on uh, Twitter, Blank Slate Pod, or Facebook, Blank Slate Podcast. And um, yeah, all that good, wonderful stuff. You can comment on the show on, on the website. Uh, and 
please be sure to uh, follow all of us individually and, and continue the conversation there. I'm at Rich Cami on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Ozzy, where you at? Uh, I'm at Ozzy's Life, O-Z-Z-Y-S-L-I-F-E on Twitter and Instagram. Go ahead and check me out. Yeah, let's, let's keep the, the rhythm going. Mullet. At your host, Mullet, on Twitter. Listen to my podcast, Podswoggle, every single Friday. Listen to Mary with Movies every single Thursday. I have no episodes to promote because I don't know what episodes you'll be hearing by the time this comes out. But they're always good. They're always fun. It's Podsam season, so plenty of wrestling talk, plenty of good talk there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So also, last but not least, please head on over to, to Patreon dot com slash arcade audio if you'd like to support the show and the network and any other shows on the network um with your uh damn well hard-earned dollars uh you can set up a monthly donation of any amount and we have bonus episodes over there the discord is popping off so much fun in there uh, just chatting with uh everybody uh and yeah merch as well just yeah take a look at it and whatever you want to do anything and everything is always incredibly appreciated uh yeah so that's gonna do it for us here uh on the blank slate um we already went over final thoughts uh so for osmond for mullet actually this is mullet's job because you opened the show remember yeah, when we I, started the show uh all those hours ago yeah i just remembered and i was like man now i feel bad <laughs> <laughs> uh in the we'll time do it all over again nope not doing it <laughs> In the time that we took you to do all those plugs, Allison Janney won three more uh, Primetime Emmy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> for Rip, or Pasta Malone, depending on your donations, Stop for Osmond, this is Mullet signing off for the Blank Slate, or the Bank Shot, or whatever it is this week. You can go ahead and delete this now. And I still say catch you later. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. Now I have fucking Jason Moran stuck in my head, you asshole. Thank you. <laughs> this whole time I've been sitting here going, the remedy is the experience. <laughs> Come on, you can't deny that. Come on, that was good. Come on. <laughs>